1: Some say fall is their favorite time of year. And this fall, there are now updated COVID-19 booster shots designed to help protect against COVID-19 variants. If you've had your primary series, schedule an updated COVID-19 booster shot appointment as soon as you're eligible. And don't forget to enjoy the foliage sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. All right, let's uh, let's have some fun with a
2: Falcons draft. So, Dan, we know there are a lot of ex-Bears on the Falcons' payroll, and we were reminded of that when we heard Alan Williams, the Bears' defensive coordinator, wax eloquently on Thursday about one of them, Cordero Patterson.
1: He's strong. Um, uh, He's fast. Uh, He's physical. Um, he can catch the football so he has different elements in there they uh, put him in the backfield and he runs the, you know, you talk about a receiver that has the whole route tree he's a running back that has the, you know, I'm just making this up the run tree, (laughs) so to speak that he runs inside, he runs outside, he runs powers Um, so he, it's not one thing where you say, hey, when he's in there he's going to be running perimeter runs Uh, he runs them all so you have to defend him like a running back and then when they Put him out wide, you have to defend him like a receiver. I <laughs> uh you know what more than a thickian. he's a uh, uh respectfully uh alien uh, so he can really he's there aren't many uh he's a planet guy there aren't many guys like that on the planet that are that big that fast that can do all that uh that he does does so respectfully um he's uh just a, a good football player that that does it all that's There's no question about that, David.
3: And it's been really interesting. So Cordero Patterson was... Uh, I was in Minnesota still when Cordero Patterson was drafted by the Vikings in the first round. And he's had this career that's been kind of strange, right? Between the Vikings, the Raiders, the Patriots, the Bears, now the Falcons. Everybody's like... Been enamored with the skill set and the tools and the versatility and all the things that he can do, but it really wasn't until last year in Atlanta that it all came for an entire season into this form where you're like, man, this guy isn't just a, a potential, uh, you know, annual All-Pro kick returner. The guy can can really be a force offensively. The Bears are going to have to deal with it. We know what he did here during his time in Chicago. It was sometimes cool. Uh, mostly special teamsy, but never explosive enough. And now he's found this uh, this new life in Atlanta, and he gives us a, the entry point into this uh, fun little Fal- X bears falcons draft that we're going to rapid-fire through here because there's a lot of guys in, in Atlanta that, that have spent time here in Alice Hall, as we mentioned.
2: And we'll bring in Adam Stadzinski too, because the, the rules are we take one player and one ex-player, and you have to have – uh, you have to alternate in your choice order. So we're going to have a, a X Bears draft we, of, so, of Falcons. So so we've got we've got two former executives, Ryan Pace and, and Phil Emery
3: five former coaches which we'll go through as we pick them and then and then players 10 total players this includes eddie goldman who is still he's retired but he's still on the falcons reserve retired list for this season but he's, st- he's still a guy he's eligible for this expert and Dalton he's still stopping
2: there. the run as well as some bears defensive tackles this year <laughs> and has as many tackles as those guys as well so eddie goldman is in play studs you can have the first overall pick of the x bears falcons draft
4: 2022. Oh, this one's so easy for me. I got to go, Nick Kwiatkowski. I love that guy. Oh my I mean, gosh, he's, that's such he, a meatball pick. Oh, I mean, come on. Oh, the guy named Stasinski is going to pick the fellow ski. <laughs> okay. All well, right, you I, got mean, I was like, legitimately, I loved him when he was here, mainly you know, because of the the Polish last name, but also you know he was he was, he was a, he filled his role pretty perfectly. I actually thought they should have signed him instead of extending Danny Trevathan, and we all of saw how that work out. Yeah, so there was
3: there was there was a game here. Uh, I think it was 2019 where, where Nick Williams and Nick Kwiatkowski both made big plays in a Bears victory early in that season, and that's when when uh, Kwiatkowski earned the nickname from Khalil White as or from Khalil Mack as White Nick. It was Black Nick and White Nick, and so so Nick Kwiatkowski is still affectionately known here by two nicknames. It's either White Nick or as John Fox used to call him, Kwiatkowski. <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay. All right. All right. All right. Weederer, uh, or what did what did uh, what did Chris Chelios call you? Weederer. Weederer. In interest of uh, misnaming people, you get the second choice.
3: I mean, I'm taking Patterson, and, and we're just going right on the third right. pick because I mean that's that's the no brainer. It's Cordell Patterson
2: because of the future Hall of Fame status. Uh, didn't did Williams say he would be have a gold jacket if he played defense?
3: Uh, was he talking about, yeah, maybe, maybe. Was he I talking know talking about Patterson? He was talking about, it was in an answer about Patterson. And he compared him to Ronald Curry. If you remember Ronald Curry, you oh, probably yeah, do, the, David. The I guarantee you, Studs doesn't re- remember him, but he came oh. out, he was a basketball and football player at UNC and then ultimately okay. went on to the Raiders.
2: So you're taking, of course, Cordero Patterson. Okay. I'm going to take a coach. I'm going with my guy, Ball State graduate. former I knew Defensive back, former Bears secondary coach, John Hoke. The secondary coach for the Atlanta Falcons, all around good guy. John Hoke is my number one overall pick. Go ahead, Adam. Pick okay.
4: second. And you have to pick, you have to pick a coach or an executive. Okay. Well, in that case, I am gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Ted Manekino. I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I, don't have a, I don't have a particular reason for that. I just always He's got, like a, someone's I got a coming. coach or linebacker. Yeah, exactly, exactly. All so, right. and you know, I always liked, I always liked what I heard from him, and I always like the stuff that Grody would bring back from him from Howells Hall. And the score was always good. So, I, I, I never met the guy, I never spoke to him, but he seemed like he seemed like a a, a decent enough coach, I guess. So, I'll take, I'll take Ted <laughs> All right,
2: that's a good one. All right, Dan, go fun. ahead. What, what's your number two?
3: Uh, all right. I'll, I'll go from the coaching ranks as well. Uh, and I'll take uh, Dave Ragone, who was here uh, as a quarterback's coach for a long time, stuck around through a couple of regimes uh was a, a, a close tutor to Mitch Trubisky during his time here, but and, uh, and you
2: picked him. I mean, has, you still picked him. He's but moved he's on got to a lot of Mitch stink on him.
3: He's moved uh, on to a coordinator role there yep. in Atlanta. He loves Cordero Patterson. He's got the most out of him, so I can pair Rags with CP and feel really good about that that built-in relationship that's going to lead me somewhere.
2: Okay, I like to build from the ball on out, so I am going with after because I have to take a player after I took a coach. I'm going the other side of the ball. I'm going with Jermaine Effetti because this is somebody who tried to keep the peace with Tevin Jenkins, tried <laughs> to be a leader. I need leadership in my locker room. I'm taking Jermaine Effetti.
3: Juan so, Castillo used to tell us all the time that, that Jermaine Effetti was headed to the Pro Bowl, and we're still waiting for it.
4: <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right so, so do I need to pick an executive? We only got two executives. Is someone going to get left out? They're going to be in the coaches. you can you got to pick a player now. You pick the coach. You, pick, okay. you have to pick a player or non-player and alternate. Okay. Okay. I get it now. All right. Well, I'll, 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 I'm going to go with a guy that I I honestly have never heard of, but I think it's just a funny pick. My Cole Pruitt. I don't know who that is. Like I've never heard of him. I don't know. He's a tight end. Tight end. All right. Well, there's
3: my, I don't know how long he was here. He may, he may have, he may have like two bears receptions in his career. If we, we, we digging through the the files, there may be two receptions there. I think, I also think he's a Saluki if you're into Southern Illinois football. So. There you he go. He was
2: here long enough to be overthrown by Nick
4: Foles. That's about it. <laughs> All right, Dan, <laughs> business that's like you when I was looking at schools. That's, that's my extent. <laughs> All right, that's just close enough.
3: I'm going next with Demir Bird because Demir Bird, man, remember Christmas uh, the weekend last year when Demir Bird, I think it may have been on December 26th, but that that game-winning catch from Nick Foles in Seattle in the back of the end zone, which is one of the best catches uh, ever seen by, by a Chicago Bears receiver. Demir Bird is my pick.
2: Mark Grody's favorite all-time player, I think, Demir Bird. He would have every single report from Alice Hall included a nugget about Demir Bird, for goodness sakes. Okay, <laughs> I've got to go non-player, so I am going – Way back, because I had a special bond at one point with Phil Emery, and that was dissolved and broken, maybe irreparably, I don't know. (laughs) But at one point in time, I really liked Phil Emery. I remember covering him, had a good rapport and relationship. He was not a good general manager. I don't want anyone to mistake that, but that was a relationship that was pretty good when he was in Chicago. I will go all in on Phil Emery.
3: David, don't you also have a good story uh, about Phil Emery as a bouncer? Isn't there something in your background where you had a good story about Phil Emery as a bar bouncer? (laughs) right he was a
2: bouncer in detroit and didn't get
3: shots and like in
2: state i think you're right that's a great story (laughs) see phil would be the guy that you want in the locker room telling those stories because he has had tremendous life experiences yes he was a bouncer i i I think there were there was gunfire i don't know if he was hit but he's also a guy that lifts a lot i like to work out so phil emery is my third choice in the ex-bear falcon draft Mm -hmm. studs you're up all right. I was going to all give right. you
3: one last preliminary footnote, which is that he uh, used to send seventeen thousand word emails to reporters often.
2: I still have several of <laughs> them in
4: my files, Dad. And then this is a tremendous reading when I'm having insomnia. All right. all right. By the way, Cole Pruitt did have one catch for six yards in, the, in his th- two years, three years stint with the Bears. So there, what, was, all right. I uh, I guess I guess I'll I'll take the remaining executive, and I'll take Ryan Pace. And I'll thank him for for drafting Justin Fields, and then I'll fire him. (laughs) Like the Bears did. (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah it's exact, yeah. yeah see you exactly
3: guys didn't think was. this was going to be this much fun it's great oh, i know it's great all I, right you're I, up, now i'm in scramble mode because i was going to take pace next and now i've got to scramble a little bit and i'm going to take uh i'm going to take eddie goldman even though it's going to be hard to find him uh matt nagy had a lot of difficult time getting a hold of him via via text or phone or wherever else and then eddie took the year off during covid and then came back and kind of took the year off again Forget about
2: and, finding them you got to motivate them
3: yeah that's right i got it but i i, I look, I've got, I've got rags and CP to help me motivate him. So let's go. So Eddie Goldman's my choice.
2: I'm taking Damian Williams. I'm taking Damian Williams because I need a running back that is there. And I I like the, he kind of like on the all airport team, he looks the part he's going to make people think that he's good, that we have a good dual threat in our backfield, and then he's going to get injured. So I think everyone needs a player like that on the roster. Damian Williams for me
3: running out of guys now. (laughs)
4: Yeah. Yeah. It's getting real tight Getting there. So I, 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 I'm going to go of the remaining guys who I, (laughs) who I actually recognize and that's going to be Elijah Wilkinson and keep filling out my deep, filling out my, uh, I got I got no skill players, so I'm gonna keep oh, going good, with that. Train. Good luck protecting the passer with that guy. The, yeah, the benefit yeah. of
3: being on the beat for 10 years is that I can give you the footnote that Elijah Wilkinson was unvaccinated when the COVID protocol started, and wound up twice on the reserve COVID-19 list just as a close contact. Didn't even have a COVID, but this was on a co- close contact, and was you know at that point you were out for two weeks at that point, and so poor Elijah was out for a couple spans of uh, of two weeks.
4: All
1: right, Dan, you're up. <laughs>
3: Uh, Charles London, who was the running backs coach here and is now the quarterbacks coach in Atlanta. So now I've got two quarterbacks coaches to help me. Uh, And so, yeah, welcome aboard, Charles.
2: All right, since you're the king of trivia, when did Abdullah Anderson play for the Bears?
3: Uh, Recently. (laughs) Recently. Was it that recently? <laughs> yeah. Uh, he was a Biggs guy. Biggs loved a little Abdullah Anderson in the locker. Oh, I'm going to talk to Abdullah today. Uh, and he would get around to Abdullah. It was uh, sometime in the Nagy era, for sure.
2: Okay. Well, yeah, I, will, I, just... I will leave him. I will, I will definitely leave him for somebody else then because I will take uh, Michael Petrie. He, he's a running backs coach. <laughs> I need
4: somebody to coach my running back. So I will take him. Nice. Just so a couple guys left. Just, just, just so you guys know, Abdul Anderson was here for the 2019 season, and that was it. All right. Okay,
3: thanks. Yeah. You, you got to – just take him, studs. Just take, take him. him That's all <laughs> you got him.
4: Yeah, I'll take <laughs> him. <laughs> yeah, he's mine. That right. leaves yeah, you, you one guy, speak? Dan.
3: Mr. Irrelevant is Jalen Dalton. And so here, here's my Jalen Dalton story from earlier in training camp. There was a fight that broke out in Falcons camp. And I was like, I got to go see if it's uh, any former Bears. And I believe it was Jalen Dalton against uh, Jermaine Effetti. And I said, oh, my God, it's two former Bears. <laughs> Come to remember that Jalen Dalton was actually involved in a, a August fight here at Hallis Hall one that was very high profile in a night practice here at Hell's hall where Kyle long was thrown out of practice because he took his helmet off yeah. and was swinging it I at Jalen Dalton. And it was, it was one of the crazier moments in the Kyle long saga here. And so I'm like, man, like Jalen Dalton's getting into it here. He's getting into it down there. So I get him to be my enforcer.
2: Well, that is the last pick of the expert draft <laughs> and you're not going to get trivia like that on any other podcast. I guarantee you that. That was so awesome. We are 10 former bears, Five former Bears assistant coaches, two former Bears general (laughs) managers. That's a total of 17 former Bears on the Falcons payroll. I think I had the best draft. I got my Phil Emery. I'm ready to build a winner.
3: I'm not even going to the Bears locker room on Sunday night. I'm just going in Atlanta for a reunion tour. (laughs) That'd be great. All right.
0: (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without autopay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.